0: Welcome in to another week of the Fantasy Monsters with Caleb and James. How we doing today? Good. I had to do a massive yawn right as we come into this. Yeah. That was great. <laughs> that was terrible timing. And we get to start our own timing. So that was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and kind of a waste of time. So anyways, uh, James, any good fun stuff coming on this week? We got anything coming up uh, that we want to share yeah I think you got something cooking. do I have something cooking? oh yeah, no. that's right yeah we do yeah we've got uh we've got a store that we're getting ready to drop that's gonna be pretty awesome. It's got a bunch of new merch that we've got coming out uh t shirts hoodies uh tumblers um coffee mugs I think we even have like a mouse pad on there, which is pretty cool uh just a bunch of stuff. We'll be sharing it on all of our social media pages, um, so go check it out. And James, if they did want to check it out, where would they come find us at?
1: Yeah, uh, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, The Fancy Monsters or The Fancy Monsters Podcast.
0: Yeah, come check it out, man! It's going to be really awesome. It's a nice way to support the podcast, um, and we appreciate all of our all of our listeners. And just wanted to, you know, provide some cool swag for everybody to have. So. Um, we do have uh, a little bit different. There wasn't a bunch of news with, you know, things that are ner- noteworthy. Uh, you know, Trevor Lawrence signed his rookie deal. We don't really care too much. All that stuff's always going to happen. But we did have some monster hype that we wanted to chat about. Just just some hype stuff that we're hearing coming out of training camps or just out of camps in general. And we're just going to kind of, you know, yay or nay it, basically, right? Mm-hmm. So what do we got first? Uh, Cowboys
1: running back coach says Zeke looks quicker and more elusive.
0: Hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, here's the thing is, I mean, Zeke is an amazing running back. He's
1: fine how he is. I think this is just a fluff piece. Like he should go in the first rounds back into the first rounds. He's going to be good. I just don't think he's going to be top three Mm-mm. first overall running back. Like he had that like possibilities back in the day. Yeah, I, I, I agree.
0: I don't think he's the Zeke of old. He's definitely getting up there. Um, it would be cool to see him come back. It would really help that offense, that's for sure. But when that offense really needed him last year, he was non-existent. So I just don't see anything drastically changing yeah. unless he lost weight. Which he's not, like, overly heavy. Really, he's not, that's Eddie not Lacey, Yeah,
1: that's not really but, a good thing most of the time. Like
0: Right, but th- that's what I'm saying. Quicker and more elusive. Like, he's a big back. Yeah. I just don't... I don't see it. He's a bruiser, so.
1: Yeah, other running back, these actually all ended up being running backs, but um, Raheem Mostert is to be the lead back as long as he is healthy per beat writer in San Francisco. Mm. Which makes sense. It's kind of what we've seen. Yeah, I I think he will be the lead back as long as he is healthy, but I think that will will still be be encroached upon Trey Sermon. And yeah, is he going to stay healthy? Because that is, Mm -hmm. he's never stayed healthy.
0: Yeah, it's one of his biggest weaknesses. But as far as outside of health, there is nothing he has done to lose that job, in yeah. my opinion. He's only. But the been, health is a big thing. Yeah. Well, it's the same reason why they went out and drafted a quarterback in Trey Lance this year because Jimmy Garoppolo can't stay healthy and on the field. So I do think they do put a lot of weight on that. But as far as his running back ability, dude, he's great. Yeah. So I and I, he's on my dynasty team. So I really hope he. <laughs> that'd be great if he, yeah. uh, you know, charge at least for six games or something.
1: And uh, so Damien Harris has the clear RB1 position for the Patriots, which I oh, believe hands time. down like he did last year. The only problem with Damien Harris, though, is he's not going to get any passing work. Nope. And when Cam Newton gets 12 rushing touchdowns on the season,
0: <laughs> it hurts. Damien
1: Harris can have a great game. He can have a 100-yard game. He looks incredible out there. That's 10 points without catching a pass, without scoring a touchdown, which is fine, mm-hmm. but it's not nearly as good compared to how he was on the NFL field. And there is like that... So I think you were just talking about this earlier before we started, mm. about the competition kind of getting more heated between Cam Newton and Mac Jones. Yeah,
0: yeah. Something else we can chat about too real quick.
1: Regardless, I like Damian Harris's ADP where he's going in drafts right now. Super late, a guy who is gonna get volume and is a good running back. But if it's Cam Newton's the quarterback, he will be worse. And if Mac Jones is the quarterback, he be could better. be much better.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he definitely uh he definitely could be much better. Um, I just realized I didn't log in when uh I pulled all my stuff up. Um, but I want to say I don't have it offhand, and if you have it up, you can you can find it. But his yards per attempt last year, wasn't it like four point five? Or you know, I thought it was over four. So definitely correct me if I'm wrong. It was good. And it, I remember we talked about it. Five point oh four. Oh, okay. So even even better.
1: So he's over problem he, is in ten games, two rushing touchdowns.
0: Yeah. But the but the thing was is last year they also didn't he they didn't allow him to be the RB one in my opinion. No. They they still kept like cycling. Like, like through look at like just at stuff. this
1: game. Twenty two carries, one hundred and twenty one yards. Yeah. Five point five yards per carry. No touchdowns. No touchdowns. No receptions. So it's twelve points.
0: Yep. Uh he might not be a great fantasy play unless those touchdowns come up. But man, yeah,
1: seventeen carries, hundred yards, five point nine per carry, the, ten that, points. No, that was week four. That was like his first game.
0: Yeah. What he was had, his? What was at the end? How many touches did he have last year?
1: One hundred thirty-seven. Not like a super. Yeah. Okay. Because I though. didn't
0: think he had a ton of touches. No.
1: He had uh, seven targets for five receptions in ten games. That's crazy and he has that ability. He's not like he's not going to blow you away with his his receiving ability, but he can catch the ball.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not like a a strength of his, but it's I wouldn't say it's a glaring weakness. No, yeah. Uh he can do it. I just don't think they throw to the running back. Like even wasn't that like the whole point anyways? Sony I was going to say Sony Michelle like wasn't that kind of cuz he can do yeah, it all threw and they to it never didn't to him threw to either. Him either. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So they just Like, the reason I'm in on Damien
1: Harris at his draft price is because of his efficiency. And when you watch him, you can just see it. The dude is super talented. And
0: Mm
1: -hmm. if I don't think Cam Newton's probably going to last the entire season. I mean, the two rushing touchdowns are just, like, pathetic in 10 games. Mm -hmm. Like, that, Cam Newton's not there. That's not going to happen again. If Mac Jones is there, he could definitely see at least half of those, get half of those rushing touchdowns Cam Newton got.
0: Is that ADP accurate right now, though? 7-11? Seven eleven. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I'm not against it. I just figured, for some reason, I thought he was going even later.
1: I, I think it varies, for yeah. sure.
0: Okay. Anyways, but yeah, Damian Harris is definitely one to watch, guys. He's a late-round running back that definitely, I'm not going to say has top 10 upside, but he could no. definitely be an RB2, though. Yeah. yeah. He could definitely sure. be an RB2. For, sure. for sure. Now, uh, that is definitely... Clear, he and could, I
1: think at worst he's just a volume play. Yeah. If you need a bye week fill-in or something like that, he'll be a guy you could just slide in. and yeah. no, he's going to get probably at least fifteen rushing attempts.
0: Yeah, because the thing is, is the only thing missing is the touchdowns. Yeah. <laughs> so if he comes out in and the season, I knew and he has did,
1: seven. Yeah, I knew he didn't have a lot, but two. Yeah, and the Patriots are a team who like to rush when they get up close, yeah. and that's why Cam many, had twelve um, rushing touchdowns. Do
0: you still have his stats up? Yeah. How many hundred yard games did he have last year?
1: I don't think a ton.
0: Just out of curiosity.
1: At a one, two, three. Hmm. Okay. Three in 10 games. That's,
0: I thought it was a little bit more. Yep. No worries. Okay. But yeah. Watch out for him, guys. Uh, Do we got anything else? Oh, the Kim Newton stuff. Um, just real quick, Just to just to throw it out there. Apparently, I think it was this, our last week, Um, Cam Newton was like missing some throws and just not looking accurate in practice. And then Mac Jones was doing his Mac Jones stuff and looking very accurate in practice. And they're saying that that competition is almost basically blown wide open. It could be anybody's. Do you see Cam Newton? I I think you said you see him maybe losing it during the season. Yeah. I I, I don't see him.
1: I don't see him starting the entire season, but I do think he will start start the the season. season
0: Yeah. I agree with you. I do not. I unless unless Cam Newton does something really I mean, stupid, this in practice. like
1: this isn't an argument for like Cam Newton as a sleeper or anything right, like that not at all, not at all. But he did start the season last year very well. He yeah. was very good. Got COVID, nursing injuries. Like there are some excuses to why his play was so bad. Also, mm-hmm. the talent on the team. So I'm Which, not saying. I mean, I think at best case scenario, Cam Newton's a streaming quarterback this season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean. Last year there were circumstances that you could add up to. Well, why and, Cam Newton was as bad COVID, as he was at times.
0: Did you didn't really have much of an off season to learn that playbook or get used to your yeah. oh. receivers and all that stuff too. So he didn't get signed until. Oh, that's right. Don't way late that. in the season. Yeah, like, don't forget that too. It was.
1: You yeah, know, last was off of the last season I was really mad. Like, yeah,
0: that was some weird stuff.
1: Phillip Rivers got twenty million dollars last off season. <laughs> Cam Newton signed for like, I think five is. Exaggerating how much he got paid. Like
0: well, w- with bonuses, maybe maybe it was five. Um it wasn't much. It wasn't but, much. It was like a rookie deal. Yeah. <laughs> Not even like a rookie baseball deal. <laughs> like in the seven seven hundred
1: yeah. Ks. Andy Dalton's getting like ten million dollars. Like Marcus Mariota got a ton of money, like to be a backup. Okay. We're done. Yeah,
0: we're done with that. All right. We're gonna go ahead and move on to our AFC North preview. All right, so uh Pittsburgh Steelers. Chat about these uh, bad boys. Finished twelve and four. They made the playoffs. Yeah, they looked real bad (laughs) at one point (laughs) in the season,
1: and then they looked really bad.
0: I mean, he looked really good and really bad. There you go. Um, Yeah, I mean, they started off like eleven and zero. Like now, some of those wins were very, very (laughs) um, close. Penalties even changed the outcomes of some of them. But uh, they were still, you know, eleven and zero, and then went one in four the rest of the season. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, and then got blown out and they're not really blown out, but they definitely got crushed in their playoff game. So uh, did not look good, but there is some bright spots that we're definitely going to jump into. But the biggest uh, first thing we're going to want to talk about is big Ben Um, dude. what 18th season. I think he's going on somehow. They got him restructured again. Um, He's coming back to to play. Yeah, I knew he had to cuz what was it like I forgot what it was, but they owed him like 20 it was a something on money. Like it was it was stupid how much it was uh and he was never worth it. So they restructured, he came back. He's coming back to a um it's not a bad looking offense as as far as skill positions. Yeah, I was just
1: about to say. <laughs> just about to say. Like um
0: <laughs> but that offensive line they they're basically rebuilding it. So yeah, I think it's going to be an entirely
1: I, new offensive line.
0: I don't know what this. Yeah, because they had retire. Uh, they just retired, cut someone. Right? Yeah, they just they cut, just it, cut yeah. um, one of their all-pro guards or tackles. Yeah. I can't. Villanueva, I think it was, wasn't it?
1: No, no. it wasn't Villanueva.
0: Oh, man. Anyways, it doesn't matter. We don't care about tackles. Um, But, uh, yeah, this line, man, I, and it didn't look good.
1: No, and, and they, they had no <laughs> rushing game last year, and yeah. that led them to throw the ball over and over and over again. The Pittsburgh Steelers led the league in passing attempts last year. Yeah. By a decent, I mean, a little bit. I mean, it was just pass, pass, pass the ball. But Big Ben was not very good. He had some, like, explosive games, which were fine. He finished, what did I put down his ranking for his finish? Uh, 14 14th, which doesn't sound bad bad, but he had a, some low spots for sure. Mm-hmm. He definitely had some peak games, some high explosive games, but I don't think Ben's a court. Qu- I'm not looking at Ben this year. There's yeah. better later options. He's going to go late. I like other guys better.
0: Yeah, I, I definitely agree. Um, I mean, when we talk about some of these wide receivers and stuff, it's kind of hard because for them to have good seasons, it means that Big Ben also has to have kind of a good season. Not
1: necessarily. If the Targets to extent, are... Though. To an extent. Yeah.
0: But, uh, you know, just looking at, like, his career statistics... I mean, he wasn't bad. I mean, 33
1: passing touchdowns last year, 10 interceptions, which isn't great. Right. But that's a little bit below average for him. Right. The passing yards were a little down by a decent amount, which just efficiency.
0: Right. I mean, he had 608 attempts, like you said, right? But, like, in his... I mean, that's, like, third over his... You know, 17 year career. He's only had one season in 2018 where he threw for 675. That's such an outrageous number. And that's, number. I mean, that is nuts. Um, but usually he's, you know, close to 350.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, well, yeah, this dealer's offense has gone through
0: a lot of changes. Different
1: phases throughout his yeah. career. Yeah, I mean, we're
0: looking at Le'Veon Bell statistics over here where he was only throwing like 400, four, four, four you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, But. <clears throat> Oh, I was actually looking at his completions, but anyways, um, I don't think Ben Ben's gonna, our Big Ben is gonna have a terrible season this year. He'll be a
1: streaming quarterback.
0: Yeah, he'll definitely be someone that I, I'll look at, um, depending on how It'd he be starts like DFS
1: play stuff like that.
0: Yeah, and and just depending on how he starts the season, if he starts the season off kind of well, he can get hot. He's a he's kind of a streaky quarterback like that. But the one fear that I have right now is that offensive line. Will it give him time, dude? The dude's old. He's he's getting ready to turn forty. Yep. And as much as I love Ben Roethlisberger, um, he he's not Tom Brady when it comes to uh, his physic physical yep. stature.
1: <laughs> Six point three yards per attempt for the Steelers passing offense. He's low. That's low. That is um, very low.
0: He looks like you know he stops at you know the local McDonald's on the way to the stadium every week. So, I just don't think he's going to be able to stay healthy if that offensive line doesn't hold up.
1: Yeah, and so, yeah, we'll jump into the uh, wide receivers here. Yep. They have a very good trio.
0: Still um, surprised Juju's back. They they have a top four, in my opinion. They've got yeah. a really good four. I mean, the fourth is okay. He's okay. I like him more than you do, but it's fine. Go ahead. Keep so,
1: going. Deontay Johnson last year. Our boy. If you forgot. He saw the eighth most targets in the league last year. Yep. 144 targets, only caught 88 of them for a 61% completion percentage. Definitely he had some drops, but that's not all. He didn't drop. Some of them were 60 him. passes. Right. <laughs> like, some of them
0: were definitely him, but
1: yeah, his his yards per reception wasn't super high. Touchdown seven, that's fine. Juju was a wild wild player to have last year. I had him in a league and it was bizarre world at times. Started the season off good. Then you have games for four targets, two receptions for six yards. Two receptions for six yards. But you look out for most of the season, he was giving you double-digit points most games. He ended up finishing fine. Also saw 128 targets in this offense. Mm -hmm. Then you go to Chase Claypool, the rookie, the phenom who had absolutely explosive games. Big play guy. I mean, he had a 42-point week. His Fifth game in the fourth game in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Like he is a big play guy. Mm -hmm. Also saw 109 targets in this offense. Those three players, you're already almost at like three quarters of the passing attempts in this offense. Like they funneled the offense to these three players. Eric Ebron also like we'll just jump like jump around a little bit here. He saw Mm -hmm. 91 targets at the tight end position. That is a ton. Like this team threw the ball a lot. Yes, wasn't super efficient. But Deontay Johnson, like and I was looking at these earlier, dude is real good. And if you had him at the uh, back half of the season last year, weeks nine through sixteen, he was the fifth best receiver. Yep, in the last eight games of last year. Juju, I believe they were all top thirty. Juju was the fifteenth best wide receiver. Claypool, thirtieth. So yeah, all yeah. top thirty.
0: Yeah, I mean when when you. When you talk Deontay Johnson, I mean, we we literally were talking about him almost weekly. He was so underrated, even in DFS, because every week oh, we're yeah. like playing in DFS. Forever. It took Plame forever. It Df- D- uh, I mean, he was ranked so low, and each week, he's, again, it's just target hog. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's just getting targeted. Just mass amounts yeah, of targets. Yeah, let's go through some. We're going
1: to start at the season uh, 10 targets, 13 targets. Yep. Bad game. He didn't play a lot. Two targets, only 24% of snaps. Because he dropped both of those. Next game, 8% of snaps, one target. So we get back to when he's playing full time 15 yep. targets, 10 targets, 11 targets, 16 targets, 13 targets, 12 targets, 7, 13, 14. Four. Yeah, but I don't count weeks 17.
0: So well, that's true because it's not. But still, I mean, Guys, that's a lot of freaking targets. Yeah, I mean it's so it's so much. The only he's thing he's going that,
1: late in drafts, man. Yeah, you can easily easily get him as your third wide receiver right now in drafts. Like, well, he's
0: going in the fifth.
1: Yeah, that's easy. Yeah, yeah, that's no problem at your third wide receiver.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's fine. I wouldn't even mind him as my second. No,
1: <laughs> I think the interesting thing is because I I don't. I know neither of us are debating who's the number one in this offense. It's definitely Deontay, Deontay Johnson. But who's the second guy in this offense you're going to take a shot at in the wide receiver court?
0: Um, for this for this year, so in redraft, I'll take a shot with Juju. Um, in dynasty, I'm going Chase Claypool. Oh
1: well, yeah, that's
0: like I th- I don't think Juju's gonna. I'm surprised Juju got resigned.
1: Same. I so... mean, he took a he took a pay cut. Like, yeah. it wasn't a big deal.
0: Well, I think he realized, because this year, like, teams were not overspending at the wide no, receiver position, and so it kind of, you know, ticked him off, it ticked Kenny Galladay off a little bit, because he didn't even get a contract that I thought he was going to get. It was okay. Yeah,
1: I think it was a good contract. It was,
0: no, it's fine, but I'm just, I was thinking it was going to be like way the higher. the
1: one guy who got a good contract.
0: Right. But yeah, Juju wasn't getting offered much. Um, and
1: there are reasons for that. Last year, yeah. he was like, wait, we brought up, he was good, decently consistent, but there were just some games where he disappeared. Like yeah. another game, four receptions for 19 yards. Yeah. Three receptions for 15 yards. You can't have that.
0: No. And, you know, it's come out, obviously, um, from the Pittsburgh locker room, too, that, you know, he's more focused with his TikTok accounts and social media stuff than he is football. I don't know if maybe that some of that stuff kind of played into it as well. I don't always read into it too much.
1: Yeah, the other thing about Juju last year is where were the big plays? Yeah. They were non-existent.
0: Mm-mm. Well, I mean, so I've, I've got his stats pulled up here. I'm looking at the longest reception he had on the course of the whole season. Let me guess. Just take a wild guess. 22 yards. <laughs> Honestly, you're not far off. 31. Okay. Let's look at Deontay's. Yeah. Take a wild guess there. 45. 46. Okay. So, I mean, it's just, you know. And
1: Deontay's De- not like a super big play he's guy. A, he's not a he's chase not a play burner. pool, but Juju was able to make people miss and just burn them down the field for big plays early in his career.
0: Deontay Johnson's just elusive. He's not like super yep. fast. <laughs> um, he's just a really good route runner that gets just finds his way open. But yeah, Juju kind of is that though. Like he's pretty quick. He runs like a four five. Yeah. Um
1: nice thing though was nine receiving touchdowns. Yeah. Red that's, zone threat. That's
0: where he didn't um kind of fail. Yeah. Um he does get more <clears throat> excuse me. He does get more red zone targets. Um I think he had yeah, he has eighteen. I think Deontay only had eleven. Um, which is kind of surprising because, you know, Juju's only five ten. But Oh, or God, Juju 6-1 Deontay is only five, five ten, ten. Yeah. Um, but still I think we're fine there um, I will want to I do want to bring up James Washington just slightly because there are times and we saw last year where uh, Deontay did have a couple drops and then all of a sudden James Washington entered game and played the rest of the game mm-hmm. Um I'm not sure if maybe he's just kind of that wild card coming in. That's exactly what he is. But he's, he's, not, not, he's not a bad wide receiver. He's though. not
1: bad, no. like When James Washington was coming out of college, I saw that I didn't like him. I mean, he won the best collegiate wide receiver that year, his senior year at Oklahoma State. He was incredible. Mm-hmm. Came into the Steelers and never moved his way up the depth chart. And yeah, he can have those games. Four catches, 68 yards, and a touchdown for 16 points. Good game. Right. Two catches for 80 yards and a touchdown. Like, he can have a, those games every once in a while.
0: He's he's more of a downfield kind of guy. I'm just not downfield looking
1: down. at him. Yeah, I'm just not concerned about no, him. No,
0: no, I'm i not saying he's draft-worthy. I'm just saying he, it can also, possibly take away.
1: 30 receptions for five touchdowns. That's a little too high of a touchdown percentage for me.
0: That his whole season? He only had 30 receptions? Yep. Wow. He's better than that, though.
1: But well, now, when you're the fourth wide receiver on this team, when each of the top three wide receivers are getting over a hundred <laughs> targets apiece, and Eric Ebron's pushing for a hundred targets,
0: yeah, it's just crazy.
1: So now we come to,
0: um, now we co- yeah, now we the come to backs. the only. I don't really know what to say about this uh, spot yet, but we'll, we'll we'll chat, Najee Harris, um, a great running back, dude. <laughs> like good dude.
1: Yeah, I like. I, like we talked about it before. We both liked him on the Steelers.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we do.
1: But just taking him in the first round where they did, I think you had to pick one. Yep. You had to pick Najee in the first or pick Pat Firemuth in the second. They took both. of Yeah. I think that was really stupid. I think that was really stupid. But yeah, Najee, he, he's going to be really good.
0: Well, so, I yeah, I don't really like the Pat Firemuth uh, pick in the second round um, when you already have a really good pass-catching tight end and Eric Ebron. Yeah. Uh, when they also desperately need offensive line help. And this was literally the offensive line draft. And I don't remember, did they draft an offensive line guy later?
1: I'm not 100% sure.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it's kind of whatever, but... When I look at Najee Harris, I think I I don't I don't hate this at all. No, he's
1: going to see a ton of volume, and I like where he's going in drafts. He's going around in that like early thirdish well, range.
0: And he, he fits this team better than I and think. He Travis has, Etienne
1: pass catching ability. Yep. He's a big body guy. Yep. You're not ever going to have to worry about him around the red zone or anything yep. like that. Like I took him he's first complete. overall in our dynasty draft. Yep. No, I got him at two.
0: That's right. Who did? Who went
1: first? Oh, Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Yeah, someone took Kyle Pitts first overall in our dynasty but, dude, draft. I don't so. hate that,
0: though. <laughs> don't. I don't.
1: I mean, I got <laughs> I Najee. I don't it's hate taking Kyle picks, Pitts so.
0: first overall in our dynasty draft. You know, we're going to have a tight end like that again. Um, but no, I mean, Najee Harris definitely fits this. I mean, he, he's, he's a guy that can be very elusive. He can jump over people. Um, just, I mean, look at any college game he played ever, <laughs> and you're going to see the type of running back he is. He's not afraid of contact. He's He stays healthy. Uh, his pass catching he definitely has improved over the four-year career. Yeah, in Alabama. he's definitely improved out And as a senior, I think he one of his one of the playoff games. I think he had three touch, uh, receiving was, touchdowns, receiving yeah. touchdowns. so he can definitely do this. Um, and he fits the mold of the of that team very well. Yeah. Uh, quickly jumping down to uh, you know they they signed Kalen Balaj. Yeah,
1: if Najee, because if Mike Tomlin is one of those nice coaches that his lead running back. He gives pretty much everything to, him, which yeah. is
0: really nice. He's one of the rare
1: coaches. It was always it. back in the day. Le'Veon Bell got everything. Le'Veon Bell goes out. D'Angelo Williams comes in. He gets yep. everything. Like right. the, whoever the Steelers running back, if they have some kind of talent, will be good. Yep. They haven't really had talent in the past couple of years. James Connor, that first year was really good. It just kind of waned and waned. I'm
0: a big Connor fan, man. I love his story. He
1: couldn't stay healthy. Offensive line kept getting worse and yeah. worse. But um, so now if Najee does go down. The guy I would be betting on is Kalen Balaz.
0: Yeah, Benny not Snell has Benny lost Snow. it. He has. Yeah, he 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 basically had a half a season last year because Connor wasn't doing anything to kind of prove that he could yeah. be that back, and he was terrible. Um, my only fear, because Kalen Belash has run behind some pretty terrible offenses. No, lines. Yeah,
1: Oh, Kalen Balaz is, is not a good running back. No, he's, well, he's not. He's but not. But if you get him the yard, if you give him the I mean, he only ran for three point three. Yards per carry last year, but he's a much better pass catcher, and he just seems like when you give him enough volume, he'll give he can, you enough. He's back. a
0: volume play for sure, but my my fear is is Najee Harris has never really had to run behind a bad offensive line. He well, played for no. Alabama, well, yeah. Which Alabama's offensive line year to year is probably like top twenty. Yeah, it's like them or Oklahoma <laughs> like, or like yeah, like, like I'm I'm sorry to say it, but their offensive line is is excellent. So. Do you think if this offensive line can't put it together, can he still be an effective back?
1: Yeah, because he's going to see a just ton
0: of volume. Yeah, in it's going to be
1: insane volume.
0: Okay. I agree. Kind of. Yeah, I think he'll get more passing work. I think his rushing is going to look is going to look different.
1: I mean, I don't think he's going to set the world on fire with five yards per carry, but now he, he'll, he'll be he'll be he'll be good enough. Mm-hmm. And then last part of the team, we got tight ends. Yep. And Eric Ebron was one of my like guys I kept promoting last year, especially in DFS, super Mm -hmm. cheap, got you. And when you look at his, like, points last year, where he finished on the overall season, like, I'm surprised he didn't finish higher. Most weeks, he was giving you double-digit points at the tight end position, which is very, very valuable. He did have some really bad, like, a two-point game, two two two-point games. He did give you a dud. Week Mm -hmm. 15, that hurts. But, on the most part, he was a good, streaming tight end last year and i see it the same pap for high muth that uh, i just i'm not in
0: yeah i'm i'm definitely not in either uh you know when i when i look at uh when i look at eric i Ebron, mean 91 I mean,
1: targets at the tight end position that is great that yeah. is great
0: well even 56 receptions <laughs> yeah and last season's tight end like isn't isn't terrible either you know and five touchdowns is not is not it's not awful great no so but- it When it comes to, like, this specific tight end in a PPR league, um, definitely not as valuable, in my opinion, as if you played standard. I do think he always has more uh, touchdown upside.
1: Yeah, but none of the tight ends besides Waller, Kelsey, or Kittle really give you an advantage in PPR than any other tight end.
0: That's true. Um, eh, Still. Um, But he's definitely one to to watch because I don't even think... He's going at the 15-12 spot. Yeah. Literally the last pick in most. Oh drafts. yeah, he's he's going to be a streaming so, tight
1: end again. So he's, he's not, not going to be a guy go. you draft and you're starting him every week of the season.
0: But watch him because he could. He's had some pretty big seasons in the past.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. That was a while ago. That first and that year in also Indy, had 13 touchdowns. Yeah, that
0: first year in Indy was was excellent.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: so if he does anything like that, that'd be great. Because he, he can he can definitely do it.
1: Um, yeah, but he just doesn't need to be that in this offense.
0: No. Too much uh, too much to feed. We got anything else we want to talk about, Pittsburgh? No, I want to get to the other teams. All right, let's move on. All right, let's talk the Ravens. Yeah. Um, man, I just keep thinking as we go down this division, this division is going to be fun. This, yeah, um, <laughs> this division
1: is very interesting to talk about.
0: Yeah, so uh, the Ravens finished 11-5, and made the playoffs as well. Um, Honestly, like when when looking at the offense, I wasn't like overly impressed this year. Though, like their defense was fine, um, but like when I was going through and just looking at, they had some bumps in the
1: road. They got it going towards the end, the end of the season, season, at least, especially Lamar Jackson.
0: Yeah, just Lamar didn't look great the first half of the season.
1: But the first thing you just have to understand about this offense.
0: Everything goes through. Him. They are
1: so run heavy. Like we yeah. talked about the Steelers. They had 656 passing attempts last year. They led the league. Mm-hmm. The Ravens were the complete opposite. They okay. were last in the league with 406 passing attempts.
0: Which is funny because they keep Two, trying to fix it.
1: 257 completion.
0: That's insane. That's absolutely insane. Um, But let's just jump in and ch- chat. Lamar uh, started off the first game of the season playing against Cleveland. Looked incredible. And this is just
1: what we, we said like he ended up, if you had him for the playoff stretch last year,
0: you're golden.
1: The only better quarterback you wanted in that span was Josh Allen. Yep. He was the second best quarterback weeks 13 through 16. He was incredible. He was lighting the field on fire, but Lamar had a bumpy road at times last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And if, I mean, we were just, you don't want to take a quarterback in the third round, guys. It's no. like, it just, if they're not, if they don't have one of those all-time seasons, you're not going to get return on your value. Like,
0: So people drafted Lamar in the second, maybe even third round last yeah, season. Yeah, it was like late second. round. And half of these guys traded him. Yeah. Because. And if the people
1: who bought him the second half of the season, they Loved won. it. Yeah, they won. they
0: won that easily. I mean, you look at anything up until week 11, I mean, he he was a fourth-ranked week one, 18-23-5 against Washington, which is great, 18-6, 17-19, 7-16. Like, he had more weeks where he was not a number one than he was a number one. Yeah. You know, he had three or four weeks in the top 11 games where he was a number one.
1: Yeah, but if you look at that, Weeks 13 through 16, strikes. he was number quarterback one. The whole time. Six quarterback one overall, quarterback five overall, quarterback 11 overall. Yep. And if you were a week 17 guy, quarterback yeah. eight overall.
0: Yeah. So he was number one the rest of the season. Um, But you wouldn't have been happy with him at the beginning. I don't know what was going on. No, but, but
1: if you didn't pay that draft price, it would have been, would have been fine. fine. It would have been okay. But because yeah. you would have had a great, great, great wide receiver there or a good running back there. Yep. But you decided. I mean, you did get a good running back there. If you did take him, but <laughs> true, true. It's not the same.
0: It's it's definitely not. And this is why we always 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 push because I'm going to tell you right now, guys, that in the league that we in our redraft league that we played, Lamar Jackson went the um I want to say it was the last pick of the second round. I don't think he made it to the third. I took Kyler Murray in the 8th.
1: Yeah, it was yeah, I want to say 7th. 7th? Okay, 7th yeah, so. or 8th. Yeah. That's all I have to say though. No, yeah. Like yeah, I got over Josh the, Allen around that range. Like we, Dak yeah, Prescott we, went late. We both
0: like, took our quarterbacks in the same round, and we were just like flipping out because if you took Lamar, I took Kyler. Kyler was, I think, the second ranked quarterback on the season. Much better. He was much better, and I took much him better. five rounds or six rounds later, almost yeah. like we just preface this again, guys. You do not always have to jump at one of these top-end quarterbacks because no. if they don't have a good season, you, you've you lost.
1: Yeah. I don't even think about a quarterback
0: Before. until,
1: like, fifth round if the right guy's there. Yeah. Like, if a Kyler Murray's there this year, that's interesting. Yep. But Josh Allen's there, that's interesting.
0: But, most uh, but, where's, Lamar, are-
1: but where's Lamar going this year? Because I, I think Lamar could be there. of value this year. Going in the fourth. Yeah, no. Then, not a value then yet. No, then no. Yeah. I mean... If he drops down to, like, the fifth... Yeah. ...somehow... He's going at four ten. Awesome so he's sixth close. Pick, sixth he's close. round. I would be much more interested.
0: Yeah. Same.
1: Because they did improve this offense, and we'll get into the wide receiver position. You want to start it off?
0: Well, hold on one second. I want to do this, again, just to continue to move forward with our non-quarterback top rounds... Do I have him? I don't have him. I'll find him. Go ahead. Move on to receivers. I'll come back to you all. Continue, my friend.
1: Well, so they drafted a guy, me and Caleb both are all about. We love him. It's not the best landing spot because, like we just said, 257 completions in an offense for your receiving core. Not a lot to go around. Mm-hmm. So they drafted Rashad Bateman, believe the 27th pick of the first round, if I have that right. It's somewhere around there.
0: Twenty
1: seventh, yeah. Yeah, they have Marquise Brown brought in a Sammy Watkins. Um cool. And they have a they do have a lot of other wide receivers on this team. They have Devin Duvernay, Miles Boykin, they drafted Tylan Wallace also in this draft very late. They have a lot of receivers. I think they only have one good receiver, though, and that's the problem, and it's the rookie they just drafted, Rashad Bateman. Marquise Brown has been an absolute pretty much he's been a bust. Like Dug. there's no way around he's been a bust, but how bad of a bus he's been is the debatable part, because at times he has been awful. Like, awful, awful, awful. The, like, you really couldn't play him a lot last year until the second half. Weeks 12 through 16, he was good. He gave him you double-digit points every week, but he also scored every week of those except one. He's just catch a couple passes, hope you get in the end zone. Rashad Bateman, this is what's weird. So PFF, they have Bateman starting in the slot in eleven man personnel, Sammy Watkins and Marquise Brown on the outsides. How do you feel about that?
0: I don't. I don't like that. Bateman can
1: play anywhere. He can, but, but... I think he should be on the outside on this offense. Yeah, I really I agree. do. I really do.
0: I think Bateman would be because first better. of all, they're
1: going to be running a lot of twelve man personnel in this offense. And he's got to push at least Sammy Watkins. He's got to get in there immediately because his wide receiver core lacks a
0: lot. Well, I mean they drafted him, um, in the first for a reason. And Rashad Bateman, um, I don't care that he's necessarily on this team and they don't throw a lot. Yeah, he could be a stud in this on this offense. He's,
1: but he's a guy I'm not really looking at his rookie year just because of this passing offense, right? Which is but the I, downside.
0: It is the it is a downside, but I still don't care. Like, I think he still has the opportunity because they don't have a number one outside of Mark Andrews.
1: No, Mark Andrews is the number so, one, for sure.
0: So as far as wide receiver go, it's their tight end. Um, but Rashad Bateman can really come in. He's a big body guy. He can also block, so he fits the scheme there. And dude, he can... Dude, his 50-50 ball skills are just insane.
1: Yeah, and that's the other downside about Marquise Brown. He's just a He's tiny, tiny little guy out there.
0: And Sammy Watkins can't stay healthy, but he runs a four three. Oh, he did at one point. <laughs> he did at career. one point in his career. At least. So, yeah. Curious if he can still do that. Um, but I mean, Sammy Watkins means absolutely nothing to me on this team.
1: No, yeah, and there's been some hype. Oh, he's the best looking receiver out here in mini camp and stuff like that. I just, I'm not buying into it, man. We have seen Sammy Watkins for so long. We have seen him for so long.
0: Right. So anything else you want to add about these wide receivers? I don't want to move on unless you were. Uh,
1: no, because we're just going to keep reiterating the same stuff. Low volume offense.
0: Yeah. So real quick, what I was going to pull up is Lamar Jackson again, finished as the 10th quarterback. Okay. Quarterbacks that went behind him that finished in front. So, so this pretty is pretty much
1: is, all of <laughs> the top 10. These are
0: people that went behind. Holmes. Yes. Um, all got drafted behind Lamar Jackson, but finished ahead of him. So Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen, yeah, he was Kyler, the number one. Da- oh, no, da- um uh Kyler Murray, Deshaun Tom, Watson, Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill was a big one because I don't think he, he went really late. He always goes really late. He'd, and I love Ryan yeah, Tannehill. Yeah, he's, he's going a, in he's the, a guy. He's going in the tenth right now, targeting right now. He's in the tenth. Yeah. And he was a top seven quarterback. Tom Brady, and then Justin Herbert. Just again reiterating that that concept, guys. You don't need to take a top end quarterback to finish high. No. All right, running backs. This is where look
1: at. The, but you go back through that list. Yeah, where they were going, you could have draft like Justin Herbert. Yeah, waiver wire pickup. Waiver wire pickup. A lot of those guys you could have got late or Tom Brady over and got lucky. Tom
0: Brady was going. I he think like pretty, ten to twelve. I think that was very. Yeah, though, I think that was very dependent on your draft. Yeah, depending on your draft. In our draft, he went. Pretty late, yeah. Um, but Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill every second year, yeah. very late is like a tenth round pick, yeah, or later. And, and I think when you look he's at, going him, at nine, yeah. he's and going he's at nine twelve,
1: outrageously good when he's
0: been in there. So and he just got Julio Jones, guys. So again, throwing that out there. Um, and then there, honestly, there's still other guys like dude. Kirk Cousins finished right behind him. <laughs> Kirk Cousins after yeah. halftime doesn't even get drafted. Anyways. But that's the point. You don't. And that's with you don't your quarterback
1: having a thousand rushing yards. That's yeah. just how low volume this passing. And like the reason why he was so good that one year was his efficiency.
0: Well, and and the other thing, guys, too, is like think about because he it. only
1: completed maybe twenty more passes in 2019 than he did in 2020, but he had about 400 more yards and 10 more passing touchdowns.
0: Josh Allen doesn't have a thousand rushing yards last year, did he? Uh, I want to say he. No, I think it was Kyler who did. Did Kyler? Because I'm trying to think of like Lamar, and I think one of those two. No, Josh Allen only had 421. I'm pretty sure Kyler. Oh, no. Kyler
1: only had 819. Yeah,
0: Lamar's is okay. only one. So Lamar's the only thousand yard rusher on or that's a, 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 as a quarterback, but he still finished 10th. So. Everybody always says, "Like, well, rushing yards help. Yes, they do. Oh, but they do. Passing touchdowns, and all that but you stuff still have. Yeah, help. he's just. Yeah, he's just <laughs> he's not to, on the same level. You still me. need to have passing work as a quarterback. You know, Ryan Tannehill never has a thousand yards. Not even <laughs> close. He barely has two hundred yards a yeah. season, and he still finished better. Same with Tom Brady. So let's don't don't always sit there and tell me that rushing yards matter more <laughs> when you're a quarterback. They help
1: they help, they help. they help a, a lot. They help. They help. bad quarterbacks be good enough to play.
0: Right, but that that doesn't make, take. But when a bad Aaron Rodgers is throwing
1: almost fifty passing <laughs> touchdowns,
0: it's not going to take a bad quarterback and make him elite. That's all that matters. All right, running backs, because this is where, um, in my opinion, really really need to start paying attention to um, J.K. Dobbins. I have they, some thoughts. They got they got rid of Mark Andrew Mark, Mark Andrews Ingram. Mark Ingram. <laughs> Got rid of Mark Ingram. Um, this is his job to lose. Oh, he, yeah. He's definitely
1: the lead back. And Not really, the though. The hype
0: coming out of Baltimore with him right now is he's ready to go.
1: Lamar's still going to be the leading rusher on this team, though. That's the problem. Last I, year,
0: yeah, I hope he, he, he had more rushing
1: that. attempts. He had more rushing yards. He had better yards per carry. And he had just two less rushing touchdowns than J.K. Dobbins.
0: Yeah, but J.K. didn't play the whole season, did he? No, he did. Did he he started it took him every a while. Game.
1: Yeah, I mean, he didn't start every game, but he got in every game for at least a little bit. The second half of the season after the bye week, which is a thing to pay attention to in season, we brought this up a few times last year with some players. Like I remember, DeAndre Swift was one. When these teams come out of their bye weeks, they can they a lot of times change.
0: Let's say six games he started. There's only six games where he had more than fifty percent of the snaps.
1: Well, but that's not. I don't think that's going to change much. Mark Ingram really wasn't out there a ton last year. Gus Edwards is still going to be very involved in this offense. And that's the problem. Gus Edwards, good running back. Every year of his career, three years have averaged over five yards per carry.
0: Yeah, he's so underrated.
1: He gets close to 150 rushing attempts per year, give you a handful of touchdowns. That's the problem I have with J.K. Dobbins. I mean, they run the ball a ton, but all three of these running backs could get 150 rushing attempts. Right. J.K. should definitely get more. I
0: don't want them both getting 150. I want one getting (laughs) 220. Exactly. And then you have
1: to worry about the rushing touchdowns are going to be split between all three of them. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: The only edge J.K. Dobbins could get is the receiving work, but he didn't see a lot of it last year. He's really going to have to improve. I mean, the second half of this stretch after the bye week, when he was the main running back in there, he saw. 10 targets. I mean, he only saw 24 like nine on nine games, right? yeah.
0: So, yeah, it's, it's not great. Oh, yeah. But he again, saw
1: way more targets before that point. And then after he became the full-time start, he saw less.
0: Yeah. I think this is how they do that. Like, they're, they're number one running back. They just run the ball. And I think Gus Edwards is actually going to probably out um, target him as far as the passing work goes this year. Yeah. Uh, But, you know he has the potential you know especially coming off that week 17 game that does not really mean much for fantasy but he he posted 28 points he was the <laughs> yeah. he looked incredible oh he is incredibly fit he, he ran for so good. over
1: 6 yards of carry last year he is a very very explo- it's not the talent it's yeah. the offense it's and the, the situation offense. and the players around him yeah and that's why i'm just kind of i'm not like he's not on my do not draft list but he's not a guy i'm reaching for
0: well he he's on my Kind of do not draft list where he's going. I don't like. Is I don't he still like t- in the third round? Yeah, I don't like taking running backs in the third round.
1: Like we brought this conversation up last week, DeAndre Swift or J.K. Dobbins. I'm on the DeAndre Swift side. It's a worse offense, a worse team, but he's going to get more volume consistently well, Jared and the passing and running work. the ball. So well, yeah, and the passing work.
0: Yeah. Well, and Adrian Peterson's not there anymore, right? Because for some reason he always, yeah, he's all the field more. Yeah. Um, still can't believe that. And they got rid of carry on there too. So, yeah, I think DeAndre Swift makes more sense. But I I think, mean, I'm not
1: super excited about either of them. But if I had to pick, I think that's a very good debate.
0: But I like J.K. Dobbins more. That's what sucks, Is he was one of my top two I think running you, backs. Yeah. When he came yeah you in. liked I, him a little bit more than I me. Loved I like,
1: I thought it was like a four top running backs last yeah. year J.K., Jonathan Taylor. DeAndre Swift.
0: Swift. Oh. Clyde. Yeah, Clyde. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I I really like J.K. Dobbins a lot, and I think he has tremendous super talent.
1: Yep, super talented.
0: Um, but, yeah, it's just going to kind of depend on what they're going to utilize him this year. And, there's again, the utilization that they're talking about doing, I'll hype in this, at this point, guys, but I they're know, saying it, that he's yeah, going to get a lot.
1: It, well, they're saying he's going to get much more involved in the passing game. If all that mm-hmm. happens... Good, he'll probably return on your draft value, but we haven't seen that in this offense before, where they're throwing the right. ball to the running this, back a ton. This
0: would be a complete offensive scheme change, yeah. <laughs> if this happened, which I'm not saying they can't do, they well, surely of could. Of course, they po- Yeah, they, they could. could. They're not um, gonna though. But the thing is, is they've gone to what back to back playoffs. No, they went three years in a row with Lamar, haven't they?
1: They've gone every. I know he was there in his rookie year. So yeah, yeah, they, he took years. him to
0: the playoffs then, and then last year. And are the anyways? He's gone like every year. So, and that's on the back of a heavy run game. So I don't. I don't really see it changing. No. Yeah. um Lastly, Mark Andrews. Um, he'll he'll he's a top five tight end. He's the only guy that gets passing work. <laughs> um, and good uh, passing work. Good passing work. Yeah, he's and he's it's just, just at his
1: He's, and he's a, a tight end, so he doesn't yeah. need 120 targets at the wide receiver position. No, to he the same impact at the position.
0: Yeah, he's he's a touchdown machine. That's actually where uh, he really benefits, in my opinion. It was,
1: I mean, inconsistent last year. He had big games, then he had three points, four points, 20 points, 17 points. Great. He's back on track. Four points, five points, five points, 13 points, 20 points. Like, it was up and down. Yeah. The second half of the stretch, when Lamar Jackson got going again, he was much better, much more consistent.
0: Yeah. I mean... Again, the 2020 season, as far as tight ends go, was really, really lackluster in general. Let's just say it as it is. Yeah. Because if you look at his 2019 stats versus his 2020, 2019, he was the fourth best tight end. Well, in 2020, he was the fifth best. And he saw 98 targets in 18, 88 targets, 88 targets in 20. He had three more touchdowns in 19. And almost 10 like 150 more receiving yards, yeah. And almost 10 more receptions, yeah. I mean, we're talking that's a lot of points here, yeah. (laughs) What is dropped one spot? What's his ADP? Uh,
1: because he's not like a guy who would be super interested in targeting, but if he's
0: I'd never take him, yeah, 504.
1: Yeah, that's tough. I think that the the real tough debate is going to be Mark Andrews or TJ Hawkinson, yeah, because I feel like they're going around the same place, yeah. I can double check projected similar outcomes. I think I'd lean TJ there.
0: I would lead TJ just because... But I think Mark wow. Andrews
1: is going to give you those explosive games that TJ's not.
0: Yeah, TJ's going at 5-on-9. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the big thing with, with TJ is uh going to be Jared Goff. Will he be good or will he not be? But they don't have a lot to throw to up there exactly. either, so... That's a good. It's going to be a good discussion that we'll have to chat about when we do our rankings. Yep. So you got anything else you want to talk about with Baltimore? Nope. All right. Uh, let's go next. Browns. Yeah, they're not so miserable anymore. Eleven uh, five. They also made the playoffs. Um, you know, it, <laughs> they didn't look terrible. Um, you know, their defense is, I, in my opinion, but they didn't kept look them going, great.
1: That was my, that was my problem with the Browns last year is like, they're getting the job done, but it's not pretty. Like <laughs> it's not pretty.
0: They're like grinding each week trying yep. to get through it, but Hey, you got to do what you got to do. But uh, let's just jump into Baker. I mean, Baker being a first overall pick. Yeah. Is he, he's not a bust, but you can't be like, he's getting kind of close in my opinion to Just because it's been, what, it's going on four years now. He was the first overall pick. To me, he's almost taken the same kind of guidance as Jared Goff did. Where, like, he's he's okay. But, like, am I blown away by him? No, unfortunately.
1: No, but I'll give him the edge that he's much better off script and can make more plays.
0: Oh, he's more exciting than Jared Goff. I'm just saying as far as, like, the production has go
1: it's just very inconsistent in this super run heavy offense similar mm-hmm. to the um ravens we were just talking about mm-hmm. they had the uh fourth fifth least amount of passing attempts 501 attempts 315 completions it's not a lot of passing work and but i mean Baker did have like a little stretch last year where he was incredible mm-hmm. weeks 12 through 15 third best quarterback. But you played him championship week, week 16. Bust. 34th. Somehow the 34th quarterback on the week.
0: Yeah. How is that possible? I don't even know because only 32 played. Exactly. So that's how bad he was. Yeah, five points. Someone came in and threw two passes for a touchdown. He didn't throw. He threw
1: 285 (laughs) passing yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. Gave you five, six rushing yards.
0: Hmm. That was probably one of those games where, like, oh. some wide receiver threw a He massive. fumbled twice. Lost, oh, that'll, lost that'll two do fumbles. It. That'll do it, too. But anyways, you know, the thing that the thing that I get frustrated with Baker is when he was coming out of college, he was this off-script kind of guy, but he was so... He was always accurate on the run, and he was always accurate and accurate. Mm-hmm. And It's like the Mac Jones stuff right here now. It's accuracy, accuracy. Dude, 64, 59, 63. It's just not, like... When I think of accuracy, you know, I just, I guess I expect more. 27 touchdowns his rookie year, which again was great, but then he went 22, 26 this past year. His interceptions skyrocketed. He's never
1: going to get much higher than that, though, in this offense. That's, a, that's the problem.
0: Yeah. But 14, 21, and then he dropped him down to eight this past year. He did hold onto the ball a lot better. Um, And his sacks went down. Like, I do think he played a lot better in this offense last season. I'm just, I'm still just wanting a little bit more. Yeah. You know, I mean, just, just give me a little bit more. And I think the offense can do it. It's not like, because I'm looking at this offense is what they did in Minnesota. You had Dalvin Cook in this play action game, Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, what, all that, what they did last, this offense can do the literally the same thing. You have Nick yeah. Chubb, Odell and Beckham, Kareem Jarvis Hunt, yeah. Landry, Kareem Hunt. You have a quarterback that's supposedly very, very accurate and can throw the ball downfield. I don't see. You have two really good tight ends. I don't see why this team cannot be just more.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: that's all. That's all I feel like. It just should be more. For sure. All right, you can go. Yeah. Turn.
1: Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of done talking about Baker. He's not a guy I'm looking at in drafts.
0: He's going late though. Oh yeah. Round. You
1: can get him with the, yeah, you he's super late. So wide receivers on this team. Odell Beckham. I don't know. It's tough. I do like where he's going in drafts now though. It yeah. is nice to see there, like <laughs> sixth round, take him as like your about uh, your first bench spot for yeah. Odell Beckham. Like that's nice to see
0: sometimes, but Yeah, no kidding, huh?
1: Last year, I mean, it just it hasn't really been good when he's been on the Browns. It
0: He's just not been good in the past. Few years, honestly. His last year in the Giants was good enough.
1: It, he played seven games last year. We're going to count it as six because the seventh game he left early. In Yep. so the weeks one through six, he was the sixteenth best wide receiver, which is fine. But most of that's on the back of his first overall week, week four, where he scored thirty five points. He yeah, just it was
0: huge. Blew huge up. Week.
1: I believe he had a passing touchdown in that game too. If yeah, I'm two, not mistaken,
0: no, was, I think he had two rushing. They no, they were receiving. huge. No, I'm saying he had two huge rushing attempts, though, too. I think it was two. Oh, yeah. Attempts he had for like a, it was, he yards. just
1: destroyed it. Yeah. was Yeah. It was, a, it was a very impressive feat. It's something we hadn't seen in a long, long time, but he'll see the targets in this offense. He'll see the targets. The year before, 133 targets his first year in Cleveland. Then we moved to Jarvis Landry, who was actually. Solid last year for a decent stretch of the season. He was a guy you could throw into your lineup and play. He got he was a little bit better after Odell, but that's the other problem in this offense is Baker spreads the ball around a lot, especially when Odell's not there. So you never really know who's getting it. Donovan Peoples mm-hmm. Jones had a couple games. He was Rashard a rookie. Higgins yeah, had he had a couple games. Yeah, Donovan Peoples, and that's. I mean, it's kind of stupid to talk about who's going to be the third in this offense because it's not going to matter for fantasy, right? On a weekly basis. But if it would, you pick Donovan Peoples Jones or Rashard Higgins? Rashard Higgins. You would? Mm-hmm. I think it's close. Rashard Higgins had some games last. I mean, you know, Donovan Peoples Jones had some games last year. He was a rookie last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But both of them just kind of succeeded on low volume, get like a big play and a touchdown.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I d I so Rashad Higgins, um, for me though, like him and Baker had really good chemistry just last year. Not not last year, but the year before. Um well, as he's, well. He's
1: definitely he's been there He's been there five a five years. But right.
0: what I'm saying is is like a couple years ago I noticed like this just insane chemistry. So I it's not really translated to game um scripts at all. Like it's not like uh, you know, Rashad Higgins is coming and taking over Jarvis's spot or something, but at least on the practice field, they look very comfortable together. Um, Donovan Peoples Jones, I was never a huge fan of coming out of Michigan. So he
1: had some moments though. Like I could see he's got some talent in him, and I wouldn't I, I think I might pick him to be the third in this offense.
0: I mean, that's fine. I, I mean again, it's not gonna matter too much as far no, it's as not fantasy matter relevance at all. goes, but um it's you know, it's always a good idea to take a shot on a younger wide receiver that's also making headway. Whereas yeah. Rashard Higgins has been in the league for a while and still in the same spot, so <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. that's I mean Diamond
1: People's Jones only saw twenty targets last year, fourteen receptions for three hundred four yards though. That's fifteen point two yards. I mean twenty one yards per catch. He just didn't catch that much. Two touchdowns, so he can be that deep threat in the offense. But Odell, pull up his ADP, just to be exact. I got it already. What is it?
0: You tell me. What What do you think? Six oh five. Yeah, good call. Six oh five. Yeah, nicely done. I mean, to me, I like that. I, are you like- taking Odell at six oh five, or would you take Landry, who's going at nine oh three?
1: Odell. Okay, because Odell can. I mean, we saw it last it's the year upside. Yeah, he can put. up... He can have those week winning weeks. Still, I it's think.
0: just. I mean, Odell from the Giants has just never translated this way. No, I mean it's only gotten worse. Yeah. And so outside of the year that he was hurt.
1: Yeah. And he was also coming into last year, nursing an injury got hurt last year. Everything looks good. Now he's had plenty of time to recover. He should be good to go start a season.
0: Yeah. He just needs to stay healthy and he'll be fine. But they also just need to throw the ball to the dude too. Like just get him in space. I know. Like, well, that's
1: one problem is I think his targets are mostly fine. It's just, there has been a weird thing with him and Baker. Yeah. And I, I, some people think Odell, like, Baker's better without Odell. I don't think that's true. But sometimes it does seem that way. It's a weird scenario. Yeah. Like, right? it is weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is like, and it's not something that you can necessarily see with just the statistics, too. Because statistically, it's not like, oh, Odell sucks. Well, he played seven games last year and... Six. Six, six Right. Six games and... He didn't look overly terrible. No, I mean, but, but like that you that gate that game, explosive
1: game he had was the best he had looked yes. in. The, I mean, he was outrunning people on slants like he looked incredible. Right. Out but there. that's him. Yeah.
0: And like that's also not what they did <laughs> yeah. before, but I was promi- like I was I was it was promising though to see because I'm like, oh, maybe they'll start switching this. But we'll just kind of have to see what their what their game script are going to be, but yeah, there was games where it looked like Baker and and O'Dell were just not even near the same page. Yep. <laughs> so, to the running backs, uh Nick Chubb, Cream Hunt, honestly probably I would argue that it's the best one two combo that you can have in the NFL right now. Um trying to think yeah. of anything that's more explosive because both of these running backs can literally be dominant number ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and both have actually.
1: It didn't really feel like it. But Cream Hunt, he finished as the 10th best running back last year.
0: Yeah, where Nick Chubb finished 7th. So they both finished as...
1: Well, that was in points per game for Nick Chubb because Nick Chubb only played 12 games.
0: Oh, that's true.
1: But Cream Hunt, like... So Nick Chubb, very good. Mm-hmm. He should be taken in the first rounds mm-hmm. half-point leagues. I think a couple... I'll get your opinion. Nick Chubb or Zeke? I like Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb or Aaron Jones? Aaron Jones. Okay. I agree with both of those. Nick Chubb or Saquon Barkley.
0: That's tough. I just What's I like it. dude.
1: Some of these mock drafts I've been doing because I got yeah. into mock drafts. Yeah, that, yeah. That it started up. Yep. I have a problem. <laughs> yeah. It's some addiction. of these drafts Saquon's going two, one, three. I like, yeah, one. I know that that one was just ridiculous. Yeah. I don't. I'm not in there with well, like that. We'll definitely
0: get there in the I'm rankings. i like that with um, Saquon this year. I, I don't mind Saquon Barkley. I think he is an incredible I don't mind back, him, but yeah,
1: but there's much better players at the first, top of the first round I'd rather have.
0: I have to agree with and you.
1: And I think I'd rather have Nick Chubb than Saquon. Oh, well, I don't know. I'll I, dig into that one a little bit more when we do our running back rankings, but... Yeah, because... That one's going to be close for me.
0: We're, we're doing rankings uh, starting next week, so we'll we'll let you guys know. Um, but yeah, that'll be an interesting discussion.
1: Five point six two yards to carry last year.
0: Or Nick Chubb? That's insane.
1: He's not going to see the receiving work, but he can catch. He's though. good enough. Yeah, he's he can, he can he do. It, okay, but he, they got Cream also got Hunt's Kareem Hunt better at it. it though. Yeah, <laughs> but the problem with Kareem Hunt is when Nick Chubb went down, we thought we were going to have a top three running back, top five running back.
0: Yeah, he was. That though. wasn't
1: the case really Mm-mm. at all. Like it was bizarre world. I don't. And then when Nick Chubb was in there. He was kind of just like a touchdown scavenger at the end of games. He would just kind of come in, get a receiving touchdown or something like that. If you were playing Kareem Hunt last year, it ended up fine by the end of the season, but there were a lot of weeks where it hurt you. And most weeks you had no idea what was going to happen.
0: So this is very interesting. And and it's because of those weeks when Kareem Hunt was the supposed to be the number one with uh, yeah, Chubb Nick down. Chubb, he was th- that bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, Nick Chubb played weeks five. He was out. Nick Chubb was out weeks five, five through eight through the bye week. Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but even with those four missed games, one, two, three, four. Yeah, uh, Nick Chubb still was the ninth running back on the season. Yeah. Just saying, guys. <laughs> so just imagine if he would have played those four weeks, he would probably be top five. Yeah, if not, like in that three spot. So. He is that good. <laughs> yeah. Where and, is
1: Cream Hunt going in drafts, though? Because that's the thing. Do you think Kareem Hunt's going to be this involved again and see the amount of work he did? I mean, he saw 51 targets last year, five receiving touchdowns, six rushing touchdowns, 198 rushing attempts. That's a lot of volume for your second running back. And Chubb did miss a few games, but...
0: He's going at 412. Pass. That's stupid pass. I think it's because maybe people are thinking right now, both of these were top 10 running backs though. So, but I mean, when you look at the stretch when I mean, there there was weeks where Kareem Hunt was nowhere near top 10.
1: Oh, no. Yeah, he had some bad weeks. Yeah, I
0: mean, week 17, week 15 terrible weeks. Honestly,
1: the first half of the season was much better than the second half of the season. Yeah. He had like a real big 28 point week. Where he was really, really good, but around that nine points, six points, eight points, five points, five points, like he's just not a guy I'm super interested in.
0: Yeah. Me neither. Not a I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind taking a flyer on it. Not in the fourth. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. If he drops to like six Sixth round. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He drops a six or something like that, then I'll be fine. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Nope. All right. Tight ends. I don't know
1: where to start with tight ends on this team.
0: They don't use them. They do
1: use them, but as they blockers. don't use one. They don't use they, one. That's the problem. They use them as blockers. Because it seems like it Baker really does like throwing at the tight end at times, and he's very good at it. I also forgot to put Harrison Bryant on this list.
0: Yeah, who they drafted.
1: Who had some moments last year. But so they brought in Austin Hooper last year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dave Njoku did not like that. Nope. David Njoku, I'm honestly surprised they were able to recover that relationship because it was, it looked like David Njoku was going to be requesting a trade. I think he did. Re-
0: I think he did. Didn't he request a trade last year? I, I can't think remember he did, exactly, but I, don't, but I don't think it got blown out of proportion. As... No,
1: and David Njoku was bad. Like, he's been bad. awful last year. No, he had, he's had some, I mean, he was a top 10 tight end his second year in the league.
0: Okay, one time.
1: Yeah, he had some moments. But Austin Hooper, we were not super high on him last year. But he had some stretches last year, like his stretch weeks four through six. He saw 23 targets in those three games. Like he Mm -hmm. had some games where he was a target monster the last three games of the season. He saw 26 targets like he, but in between that, he's getting two targets a game, Right, two targets, five targets, two targets, like wildly inconsistent, not interested in any of these tight ends.
0: Yeah, no, me neither. Um, Did they pick up
1: Njoku's fifth year option? No, I don't think he was a fifth, or a first rounder.
0: Yeah, I have his stuff up. Yeah, he was twenty uh, ninth overall. Well, did they pick up the contract? I don't know. Find out. You you can uh, find out real quick. Um, but yeah, I'm not I'm not overly fond of either one of these guys, and I think it's just because of the consistency.
1: Honestly, and, I think Harrison Bryant's the two now. I think and has got pushed out. Like you look at his. Game logs—they were awful. Yeah, he is a free agent at the end of the year, so yeah, they picked up his fifth. This is his fifth year. Okay. Six million dollars of paying him this year
0: to do nothing. Um, yeah, it's it's very interesting because yeah, I
1: I don't think David Njoku has like he's I don't think he's a terrible tight end. I think he got pushed out in this tight end group. I think if Jeez he went somewhere please. else, he could be okay. But
0: what I just looked at his overall. Targets for the season oh, for yeah. David and Joku. It, he had twenty nine. Yeah, it was
1: not good. <laughs> like, like that's
0: not even that's like you're you're filling in status. Week one, he caught
1: all three of his targets for fifty yards and a touchdown. 14 points. Best game of the season. He had another one one other ten point game. Yeah. Two catches for twenty yards and a touchdown.
0: Because of the touchdowns.
1: Yeah, and that's in full PPR. That's to ridiculous. get to 10 points.
0: That's insane. <laughs> what sucks because he's, he's really talented.
1: <laughs> he, he's, yeah, he's shown moments. But Austin Hooper is the tight end one on this team I'd be looking at. And he's just a streaming guy. Do not draft Austin Hooper.
0: 100%. He's a
1: streaming tight end.
0: Told you not to do it last year. Don't do it this year. Got anything else for the Browns? Nope. All right. Cincinnati Bengals. Yep. Bottom feeder. I shouldn't even say the bottom feeders. I mean, they they improved to 4-11. and 11. So, uh, yeah, they uh, went 4-11 and 11 and won. They did have a tie this past year. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? Uh, but, you know, looking at Joe Burrow, uh, t- played 10 games. And honestly, man, I don't care what people say. Before he got hurt, dude, he was looking very good.
1: There were some problems, though, and that comes from the offense. Offensive line. Well, his touchdown totals were the problem.
0: Wow. Well, two. You're true. But, like, I think he had, like, the most sacks, like, ever last year.
1: He had five games where he didn't throw a single pass. Oh, no, He had three games where he didn't throw a single passing touchdown. He had three games reeling through one passing touchdown in that time span. He threw the ball a ton. If you extrapolate Joe Burrow's Average pass attempts per game through a whole sixteen game season, it would have been the second most passing attempts right behind Ben Roethlisberger. Last year, I mean, year. he was
0: at four hundred and four in ten games.
1: Yeah, so that's it lot. would have been right behind Big lot. Ben for most in the league.
0: Yeah, I mean, also think Which about what's funny stuff.
1: this 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 division. You have t- the two like most like run heavy teams and the uh, Browns and the Baltimore Ravens and yeah. then, like the two most pass very happy teams heavy. last yeah.
0: year. Yeah, it's very interesting.
1: But think about this, The too. Steelers will probably rush the ball more, so they're probably not going to get in that top five passing again this year, but Bengals, they're going to be up there. They're going to be up there and passing.
0: Right. He had 32 sat, uh, sacks in 10 games. And, and that, God, did bad. he
1: mess up his leg. Yeah. Like, I'm honestly surprised how well he's doing in his recovery right now.
0: Yeah. I saw, like, a picture. of It wasn't like, just scar. an ACL
1: tear. It was everything. Dude, they went in and it were, like, was drilling everything.
0: through that sucker. Like, good night.
1: Um. His yardage was very good. A lot of 300-plus-yard games. I mean, think on over half of his games, he threw for 300 yards. He had a 400-yard game in there. Mm-hmm. And he had some really good moments, like a 400-yard passing game, three passing touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. Like That's an incredible, incredible game for a rookie.
0: Well, I, I mean, he was 13 touchdowns to five interceptions, which isn't terrible. That's fine. I mean, I'll, fine. I'll take that. I mean, get it
1: 10 games. The touchdowns are low, but he's yeah, a rookie, but... and...
0: But, like, I'll take the 65% completion percentage. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. Honestly,
1: completion percentage, <laughs> I'm kind of done with it, man. Like, unless, like, if you're under 60%, then we'll start talking about things. But as long as you're giving me 60% and you're, if you like, I think it all depends.
0: Yeah, I, I think, think it's, I mean, yeah, it does depend because some of those is like, I think it also sucks because, like, Drew Brees was hitting, like, 80s, you know? But well, you also, see all the He's people. also throwing the ball five yards. Like sixty five
1: percent used to be a great mark. There were twenty quarter, twenty one, my bad, twenty three quarterbacks last year who had a, over a sixty five percent completion percentage in the league last year. Yep, it's just I don't really care. Like they're good quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, you said over though. Yeah, over there were so 20, like if you are not hitting sixty five, then you you suck is what I am saying. Baker Mayfield. I mean, um,
1: Baker Mayfield at sixty two percent that's fine. <laughs> six, Gross. I mean, yeah, it's not great, but it's it's not like bench that guy. That's awful. Like that's terrible.
0: No, but it's like you should keep an eye on this because he was a first overall freaking pick.
1: I mean, yeah, if you're Drew Lock completing 57% of your passes, we have a problem. Yeah. I want to talk to you about that one. He's you in the principal's office.
0: Anyways, so let's uh you know, Drew Burrow, I don't see anything changing. I think as long as that offensive line can stay but Just protect him a little his draft bit. He'll be price, fine.
1: He's going late enough to where you could look at him late. But are you, I don't know, if, how hyped up are you for Joe Burrow this year? Because you're going to have to deal with him getting back into playing shape.
0: I don't think I'm worried about him getting back into of shape. Offensive I think line,
1: they they took Jamar Chase. Yeah. They could have had Pinay if they wanted. Mm-hmm. They went Chase. I think that could bite him. You looking up his ADP?
0: No, I'm looking up their draft. His ADP's at uh, 9.05.
1: Yeah, I'm just not looking at Joe Burrow drafts this year.
0: What are you looking up? So they took a guard in the second round. That looks like literally that was it. No, they took a tack on the fourth. They did not spend. So the 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 guard in the second round is Jackson Carmen from Clemson. who's really he's actually not really that bad. He's pretty solid. Um, so he'll definitely fit it's in not nice. Pene. But it's yeah, it's not Penny Sewell um, or one of those high high valued um, offensive line guys that were coming out. But he's still he's still a pretty solid pick to have. Yeah. But they didn't go out and really like spend in free agency getting any because there was some good good uh, guard or uh, yeah, the Chiefs took him. <laughs> Jeeves did basically take everybody, didn't <laughs> they? Um, but there was some really good uh, offensive line guys in free agency that they did not take. Uh they didn't spend a bunch of money, unfortunately. Yep. But um I, I think I don't think I'm looking at them per se because like you you got uh uh Justin Herbert kinda going around the same Yeah, you got Tannehill going around yeah, there. Like and I I think I'd rather have both of
1: those Stafford's guys over him.
0: going around there, like yeah. Yeah, I think I'll take all three of those guys over Joe Burrow right now. Yeah. Um, Just until I see, and again, it's not Joe Burrow, but he can't throw the ball if he's on his back the whole time. Yeah. Um, So until they improve that offensive line, he might not be. This just shows, guys, that quarterbacks, it doesn't matter how good you are. If you have no line, you suck. So let's jump into the wide receivers because this is where it's going to get kind of fun. And I want to start not with their draft pick, but with T. Higgins. Okay, I'm fine so with that. So T. Higgins was somebody that I was a huge fan of last year. Yeah. Um, massive, massive fan. And he, did I don't not think he has
1: down. like, he's not like a top 10 possible wide receiver. I don't think no. he has that talent, but he's a very good solid wide receiver in the yes. NFL.
0: Yes, and, and he showed a lot
1: in his rookie season. And when He was able to handle high volume.
0: When we say that he's a very good wide receiver in the NFL, that also does not mean he's a very good wide receiver in fantasy. Those are two separate things. Yeah. I <laughs> mean, he, he is a good
1: fantasy option. <laughs> he's not a bad receiver. fantasy option. And this is what I want to pull up. So last year, weeks three through ten, I'll yep. give him the first two weeks. He's a rookie. He's getting yeah. acclimated to the NFL. We're not going to count well, those.
0: <laughs> Week one, he only had 22% of snaps. Yeah, <laughs> so. and
1: all, exactly. Yeah, and then, he wasn't even on the So field. we'll end it when Joe Burrow was done. Yeah. So the time he pretty much played with Joe Burrow, he was the 11th best receiver over that time span. Number one, top ten over half those weeks.
0: Yep. Yeah, T Higgins is not bad, guys. He's a nope. very good route runner. He's got excellent hands, and he can still get he can still get down the oh, field. Oh no, pretty my well. bad.
1: Looking at the wrong one. He was a wide receiver one or two in all those weeks except three.
0: Even better, still good. Yeah, still yep. good. Yeah, still good. But he's going to the sixth, uh, six oh eight right now. I don't think that's a terrible um, place for him to go. But this is why I wanted to start with him.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because I haven't drafted I haven't mock draft. I've, I haven't I've drafted taken him in mocks. T Higgins or Jamar chase in any mock draft. I've yeah. taken
0: him, but here's where I'm getting concerned is Jamar chase is also going right around the same place. Yeah. They're going within a few picks of each other right now. Yeah. And I just don't see that.
1: <laughs> I see first half of the season. T Higgins is better. Second half of the season, Jamar Chase is better. You think so? I think by the end of the season, so you're they're going to be incredibly close. But with the easy thing about this offense is, A.J. Green saw 104 targets last year in this offense.
0: Yeah, and he was off.
1: He was bad. Mm-hmm. Like, bad, bad, bad. You can just immediately slide those targets to Jamar Chase. Yep. And you don't have to touch Tyler Boyd. You don't have to touch T. Higgins, which is nice.
0: Yeah, because T. Higgins also had a 11. Uh, 11. <laughs> Jeez. 107 targets last year with fit, uh, 67 receptions. Yep, and six touchdowns and almost a thousand yards. So that's not bad. And you're not. No, and again, good. you're not even your touching season. Yeah. yeah, you're not even touching with his targets right now. Joe Burrow. Yeah,
1: and yeah, and Joe Burrow didn't play the full season. That could have been yes. decently better if Joe Burrow played the full season.
0: Yes, hundred percent. So, I I I still think what for are the right ADPs now, again? Do
1: you still have those pulled up?
0: So uh, Higgins is 608. I don't have um, chases, but I remember seeing his ADP literally in the same round. And I want to say it was two picks ahead.
1: Yeah, I believe that because I'm not, I, I like Jamar Chase a lot, but I've been Devonte Smith over him. And I understand why a lot of people see Jamar Chase as a breakout player, but he's not, I don't see him doing what Justin Jefferson did last year. I don't, and I find a hard time. I don't see him cracking the top fifteen by the end of the season.
0: All right, so Jamar Chase is going six five. Okay, so so three picks ahead. I think
1: I I'd probably just lean Chase just for the possibility that he does have a blow up season. But neither of them really interests me a ton. That's around where like Odell Beckham's going. I'd rather take Odell. Then both of them,
0: yeah. Here, let's let me do. Let me look yeah. at. Uh, Give me the
1: sixth round. Give me all the players going to the sixth round. Ah,
0: oh, backed me. up. Hold on. All right, go sixth round of players. We're looking at. All right, Chase Edmonds, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Jamar Chase, Melvin Gordon, Odell, T. Higgins, James Robinson, Raheem Mostert, Mike Davis, Chase Claypool, Cortland Sutton.
1: Okay. I'd rather have Sutton, Claypool, Mike Davis, Odell. Then and I'd then go Chase right, Higgins.
0: Right before that round, you've got Deontay Johnson, Cooper Cup, Tyler Lockett, Brandon Ayuk. Oh, those aren't close. All I'm just those I'm just above. you know, yeah. just doing the kind of a little bit ahead. And I went a little bit behind, because I mean, there's even DJ Chark is behind this. Um, that was Samuel.
1: I'd probably go Jamar Chase over Chark, but that's actually a good question. Who was it? Say the sixth round again.
0: Sixth round is Chase Edmonds, uh, Russell Wilson, Justin Herbert, Jamar oh, Chase. It was,
1: okay, yeah, Chase Claypool or Jamar Chase. That's a tough one. I think I go Claypool there. I yeah, don't know. That one's Claypool tough. Claypool is man. going to 6'11, man. Yeah, that is tough.
0: Because Claypool is going to be the number three in Pitt. He is. And I mean, I think I lean Chase over Claypool there. To me, I almost feel like I take Higgins because of the safety. I think Higgins is safer. I think Chase's, Jamar Chase's ceiling is higher. But
1: sixth round, I'm not really caring that much about safety. I would rather just lean. It just, with the It upside really depends
0: because you're almost looking at this as either your fourth wide receiver or your third wide receiver. Yeah. So, you know, if if this is my third wide receiver, I'm not going to be looking for. I I want to make sure I'm getting points.
1: Well, yeah, but I'll
0: take shots a little bit later because there's some uh, there's some shots I can take later that could just be as good as Jamar Chase.
1: Yeah, and so we can get to the third wide receiver in this wide receiver core, Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. It was. Also, very good last year. Yeah, he saw a ton of 110 targets last year. They're all three of these wide receivers really were evenly used. He only saw four touchdowns. He's running out of the slot. Do you think he takes the hardest hit with Jamar Chase coming in? Yeah. Yeah, I I think I agree too. He did look better at the beginning with Joe Burrow and fell off. But actually, I'll be interested. Where did he line up with uh, Burrow? So T Higgins was 11th in weeks three through 10 Tyler Boyd was wide receiver 18. So they're both very good in that stretch.
0: They're both better with Joe Burrow, which makes sense. Yeah. So I don't think, um, I don't, I don't have Tyler Boyd on my list to be drafting
1: by any chance.
0: Um, we also do have Auden Tate on here, um, just to kind of throw his name out there. He had 22 targets as well. Um, again, not a bad wide receiver he's had some fill in moments but uh yeah he's we not going to be draftable yeah, we know what
1: he is no no
0: um but let's Probably. jump down let's jump down to running back yeah um the guy that i feel like is underrated almost disrespected every year uh joe mixon he's one
1: of like he's one of my favorite guys yep. through the past few years i've always been sticking up for him and there have been maddening moments There have been, Mm -hmm. but I think a lot of people think he's been worse than he has been. So weeks one through six last year before he got hurt, he was, he was good. He wasn't like setting the world on fire or anything, but as far as the running backs go, he was the uh, ninth best running back over that stretch.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. First six weeks of the season. And right now you can get him late second. 206. I'm all over mixing this year in redrafts. And there are more reports because now, I mean, finally Giovanni Bernard's gone. They got no one. I mean, Chris Evans, a rookie coming back there. They got no one to threaten him. He's the guy. He's yeah. just got to stay healthy. He's an incredible pass catcher. He's an incredibly explosive running back. He's got a good vision. He's got everything you want. But he's got a bad offensive line still.
0: Did Chris Evans go to the Bengals? Yep. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, because Puka Williams went there too, and that's actually who I was more intrigued by. Yep, nope, they got Chris Evans. Huh? Is that sad that I'm more intrigued by Puka Williams in uh and Cincinnati than Chris Evans?
1: <laughs> well, I don't think it's gonna matter.
0: No, I'm just saying. Um, but yeah, and and I'm not overly worried, guys, about the injury. Um. You know he he's not known for being hurt all the time. Like he's played fourteen, fourteen, sixteen. Yeah, last year was the first time that he's had a significant injury. And if you get missed, fourteen,
1: fourteen games, games on a running back, back you're, that's, especially that's now fine. that we're moving yeah, that's to fine. that's fine.
0: What seventeen games? Mm-hmm. So you know that's that's still gonna be fine. Um, he is somebody. If you guys are not looking to target right now, you guys need to target yeah. him.
1: His yards per carry were down last year
0: by a significant amount, but. I'm, I'm, again, I'm not even that worried yeah. about that either. Uh, So, and the other thing is, is he holds to the ball really well. Yeah. So, he didn't even fumble the ball in 2019 he, or Yeah,
1: I just, I hope he sees like 50 targets this year at least. If he gets around that 50 target mark, the rushing amount, the rushing volume he's going to get, he's the only threat for the goal line work. Mm-hmm. He could very easily, you think top five is a possibility?
0: Yeah, it just depends. I mean, I think that's a it, stretch. It, I think it could top be a ten log. To, well, it could be a stretch, and here's why: is it just depends on how well the Bengals play.
1: Yeah, he's gonna have to get the passing work.
0: He's gonna have to get a lot of passing work because I don't think that they're gonna be blowing people out.
1: Well, no, because that defense is gonna let them score. So, but so, shootouts are good. Like,
0: not always necessarily for the running back.
1: If he's getting the if receiving getting work out there, work I is, mean, yeah. if it's a shootout, if you're just scoring the ball, you'd rather your offense score than not score.
0: True. Uh, but he still needs a lot of passing work if he's going to be... Uh...
1: And he can handle He's a very good pass catcher. Yeah. And tight ends on this team... No one cares. Yeah, I don't really care about... There is a little, I guess, debate you could have true Sample or CJ Uzoma. Mm-hmm. Sample played all of the games last year. Wasn't good. Just wasn't good. CJ Uzama played two games, and those two games, he was fine. He's been around a long time, though. Mm-hmm. We've seen him. Not looking at either of them. Maybe one of them you could stream at some point in the season, but yeah, no one maybe look with at the in matchups drafts.
0: right. I mean, you can probably do them, use him in a DFS matchup if, again, if the matchup's right. Did but... they
1: bring in Thaddeus Moss? I don't f- uh, I think they did. I know Joe that Bruzel, he did teammate. get signed. Yeah, they got him. Yeah. He's not, he has not done anything in the NFL. He probably should not be in the NFL, but he is Randy Moss's son. So Couldn't he's got end. the edge. Yeah.
0: <laughs> he needs just to be a wide receiver. Yeah. Um. All right. So anything else you want to talk about with the Bengals? No. Unfortunately, that defense has not upgraded. No. Like we've already mentioned. So we'll, we'll kind of see, uh, we'll kind of see what happens. All right. Let's rank these teams. Um, you want me to go first? You want to go first? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. Uh, I do not have Pittsburgh winning this division. I do not have Baltimore winning this division. I have the Browns winning this division. Uh, so I've got the Browns. And then I've got Baltimore. I've got Pittsburgh dropping all the way to third, um, and not making the playoffs. And then I've got uh, the Bengals rounding out the bottom.
1: Yeah, it's definitely Bengals last for me. Those top three teams, again, though, I think are going to be really, really close. I, think I just don't think... Really close. I'm thinking
0: with Pittsburgh's offensive line, I don't think it's going to be I as know, good as I know, but that defense,
1: hoping. they still have the best defense in this division. I'll still I mean, put that defense over Baltimore's.
0: It's arguable. Dude, I mean, the Browns' defense this year is going to be very good.
1: Yeah, it'll be good.
0: It's going to be very, very good.
1: That Steelers' defense at times last year was... Scary just watching it at home. Yeah, like, and there were
0: times in that last <laughs> yeah, five games they where they looked injuries, terrible. Yeah, yeah for so, sure. It just, you know.
1: I'm going back and forth between this, the Browns and Ravens, which one I think is going to finish first. I'll go Ravens, man. That's Ravens funny. finish first. It's hard to place a bet on the Browns.
0: Yeah, well, I cuz they also don't forget that they picked up Jadavian Clowney Yeah. to offset Miles Garrett, which so, is
1: I'll go. Yeah, I'll go Ravens, Browns, Steelers, and I do think there's a possibility all three of those make the playoffs again.
0: Yeah, I'm just assuming that there's going to be another wild card team that's going to slide in in another division. Um, cuz th- that's what it's going to have to be as a wild card team for the, all three to make it in. Oh, yeah. So, I just don't see that happening. Oh, two wild card teams, yeah. that's true. Two wildcard teams. But I don't see them both being in this division this year. But that's just my opinion. Um, But let us know what you guys think. Who who do you think is going to win this division? Uh, Because honestly, you can kind of almost rotate between the three. I'm taking my shot with the Browns this year. I think I like the direction they've headed. They've solidified a lot of their defensive issues as well within the draft and free agency. James is going to go with the Ravens, um, which is, again, you know they lost some some depth in uh, their defense, but their defense is still elite. They always have a good defense. Their run game is just yeah. at times unstoppable. So, who who would you guys go with? We know it's not the Bengals, so yeah, <laughs> we know that. <laughs> um, but who would you guys take? Would you take Pittsburgh? Uh, if they wanted to let us know, James, where could they find us at?
1: Yeah, Twitter and Facebook at the TFL Monsters, YouTube, Apple podcast, Fancy Monsters or Fancy Monster Podcast.
0: All right. Well, guys, we appreciate you guys listening and thank you for uh, checking us out. But uh we hope you guys have a good week. Yeah, have a go. You can hold me back. Yeah, I'm coming for you. I'm not heating on you. No, I'm just telling you the facts.